Hey friends, it's your girl Tiff and you're listening to That's Real, a podcast where we learn and discover more about ourselves through stories, life lessons, experiences. So if you hear something that resonates with you and makes you say that's real, please share with a friend, family member on Instagram and tag me at it's Tiffany Davis. And also you can listen or watch this podcast. So it is available on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Tiffany Davis. Or if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can show me some love by leaving a five-star rating and review. I am so happy that you're here. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's dive into this episode. Hello, my real ones, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you guys have all been having a very restful and relaxing holiday break. I actually just got back to LA, not yesterday, but the day before. When did I come back? Yeah, not yesterday, but the day before um, I came back to LA. I went home to Boston for the holidays. I went home for Christmas, and it was so nice to see family and everything, but OMG, it feels like everyone is getting sick. Everyone. Like when I got home, my mom was super sick. I think she kind of had a flu or something like that. Then I caught it and then I gave it to my sister's fiance and it was just a whole thing. So the Davises were just a tad bit under the weather during this holiday season, but I am so grateful to be feeling so much better now. And I swear this tea is what did the trick. My get well tea. If you guys have been following me for a while, you probably already have heard me talk about this tea. But if you are ever feeling sick, and especially during this, like, and especially during this winter season, honestly, it's a tea that I should probably drink every day. But if you're ever feeling sick, I'm telling you, this tea does the trick. So you're going to boil ginger, lemon, turmeric, garlic, one bay leaf. What else do I put in there? Pepper and honey, ground pepper and honey. Let it boil for like 15, 20 minutes and drink that baby up and trust and believe you will be feeling better in the next day or so. I will say it doesn't really taste that good. It's like an acquired taste. It's something that I definitely had to get used to. But when I tell you it knocks colds and flus and whatever right out of me, that tea is like a miracle tea. So I highly recommend that tea. But again, it doesn't taste that great but it will help you feel better. So yeah, I I drank that tea as much as I could while I was home. And within like a day or so, I was feeling better. But yeah, I, I do feel like something is going around because the amount of people in my circle that have been sick, and not even just sick, but like sick for extended periods of time. Like honestly, my mom had not been feeling well since Thanksgiving. So it'd been like a month is crazy. So stay safe out there. Stay hydrated. Get your liquid IV. Get your get well tea. Get all the things because, yeah, there is definitely something going around. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really good to be back home for the holidays. We didn't do anything too big for Christmas. It was just the fam at home in our pajamas all day, watching movies, opening presents, eating really good food. Oof, when I tell you the food Food over the holiday season gets me every time. For Christmas dinner, 
my uncle, who was like an amazing, amazing cook, made this prime rib that was like rubbed in this like garlic butter parsley type of sauce situation. And oof, that baby was good. And then he also made me um, some gluten-free garlic mashed potatoes that were the bomb with some green beans. What else do we have? I know I'm missing something, but that Christmas dinner, oof. There's nothing like a good home-cooked meal over the holidays, okay? But guys, I literally cannot believe that 2024 is around the corner, literally tomorrow. If you guys are watching this the day that I post it, which I should be posting this on New Year's Eve, 2024 is literally tomorrow. It's just, it's... And I say this every year, but it's it's so crazy how fast this year has gone. Like, I can't believe that I'm coming up on a year of living in L.A. So I moved to L.A. in January of 2023. And wow, I, I just it's crazy. I can't believe that I've been living here for a year. It's it's just so wild how fast your life can change. But I will say it definitely has taken me up until now to feel settled into life in LA. Although I definitely still have a lot of exploring to do, I will say like I'm finally at a point where I feel like LA is home for now. But 2023 came with a lot of life lessons that I'm actually really excited to share with you guys today. I definitely learned a lot. But I feel like every year I'm always learning something new. I'm always evolving in some way, as we all are, right? But I just feel like 2023 came with a few powerful lessons, some new and some that I kind of already knew from just previous life experiences. But there was something about this year that made them stick or that made me really start to want to apply certain lessons to my life. And I'm excited to share them with you guys today. So in this episode, I really want to talk through a few of the most powerful life lessons that I've learned this year and that I will definitely be taking with me in 2024. And life lessons that I also hope that you guys take and apply to your life in some way if you haven't already. So the very first lesson that I want to share with you guys is something that I call the law of least effort. And this lesson came to me actually not too long ago. I want to say a few months ago. So I was in the midst of just like getting back on YouTube, filming all my content. And there was this one video that I really, really wanted to film. And it's the one around me like reinventing myself and rebranding myself for social media. It's already up on my YouTube channel. So you guys can go check it out if you want. But um, it was just a video that I was really excited to create. So I was so excited to create this video and I sat down and I started to script out like what I wanted to say because I will say usually for YouTube videos, not so much for podcast episodes, but sometimes I do. I like to at least like have some bullet points down of what I want to talk about. So I was sitting down trying to script out this video and My first approach to the video was like, okay, I need to give everyone like the best tips on how to rebrand and reinvent themselves. And I want them to like really find value in this video. And I want there to be a ton of key takeaways. And I literally started Googling like 
best re- like how to rebrand yourself and all of this stuff as if I didn't already know how to do that. And it's so funny, right? Because I mean, not only have I, you know, created a brand of my own, so it's like I I know how to brand myself, but as my full-time job, it's like I am a director of social. It's like I'm constantly working on branding strategy and whatnot. And I have my MBA in luxury brand management. It's like I I already have the tools within me, yet I was searching for them outside of myself. What happened in that moment when I started searching for the answers outside of myself is I started getting frustrated. I started feeling overwhelmed. I started I started to feel like I was hitting a wall when it came to scripting out this piece of content. And I was like, why is this happening? Why can't I script out this video? And scripting out videos is something that I've been doing for years, ever since I started my YouTube channel, what, like three, four years ago. Your girl knows how to script out a video, okay? But for whatever reason, it was just not working that day. And I was so pissed. You guys, I was so pissed. I was so annoyed. I was so frustrated. I was so over it. I like went to bed damn near crying that night. Like I was just not having it. And I really want you guys to take this part in. It's actually something that uh, my friend and I were literally just talking about earlier today. Um, Because she was just talking to me about like how she was just feeling really frustrated and overwhelmed with like a lot of things that she's doing. So I'm sitting in this funk, okay? This funk of I can't believe that I can't do this simple thing that I've done a million times before. And I can't believe that I'm hitting this wall. And why is it so freaking hard for me to do this right now? And I kid you not, as I was going to sleep that night, this message came to me of the law of least effort. It was kind of like I was being told that it doesn't have to be this hard. It really doesn't. And that I myself was making things super complicated. And it was a lot about just taking a step back, doing what feels natural to me, doing what feels in flow. And out of that, I'll be able to produce the type of content that I want to produce. That it wasn't about searching outside of myself to get the information, but It was about looking within and just going with the flow. And it was almost as if God was telling me, like, Tiff, I want you to pursue something that feels good, that feels natural, that feels easy to an extent. And when I say easy, I'm not saying that, like, the things that you want in your life should never be challenging or whatnot, but it's more about pursuing those things that naturally feel good versus those things that feel like a force those things that you feel like you have to go above and beyond and put so much effort into. And I mean, I do think that, you know, sometimes the things that you want, sometimes the things that you're good at will require a certain amount of effort. But I don't think that the type of effort it requires is the type of effort that feels that feels insanely overwhelming or that or like you're hitting a wall or like you're super frustrated trying to do this one thing. I don't think it's that type of effort. I think it's the type of effort that brings you joy, that you're excited to do, that feels, again, good and natural and like you're in flow. It was kind of like that was the message that I was getting. So the very next day, I decided to approach, you know, creating this video with that mindset, with the law of least effort, 
with, you know, doing what came easily and naturally to me versus feeling like I had to script out the perfect piece of, you know, valuable content. And everything just flowed. So the law of least effort for me this year has been a huge learning and something that I'm definitely taking with me in 2024. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I've I'm grateful that I've done so much in life, right? From just, you know, the more traditional approach to life of going to college, getting my MBA, working for big corporations, smaller corporations, to, you know, being an entrepreneur, pursuing like personal endeavors like YouTube, my podcast, even um, before back in Paris when I had launched, you know, my classes and courses and whatnot. And I think in every endeavor that I've pursued, I've just learned so much about how I personally want to operate in life. You know, I've I've been in situations that have caused me so much stress and anxiety, so much to the point where I was physically getting sick, you guys, where I was literally stressed out of my mind trying to perform this job and working on this team. And it was just so unhealthy. And I honestly never want to be in a situation like that again. I've also, I've also, you know, found myself in situations in entrepreneurship where I've burned myself out, where I ran myself down trying to achieve what I thought was success. You know, I just truly feel like now what I deem successful, again, is not I have to work so hard to achieve this super hard thing that's so frustrating and so anxiety-inducing and so stressful. It's now I want to feel really good and excited about what I'm creating but I also want to take care of myself. And I also just want to do the things that fill me up inside versus drain me. That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, so now moving on to the next lesson. So this next one, this was also a big one for me. So this is actually what I've come to realize is the fastest working prayer that I've ever said, that I've ever witnessed and experienced ever in life. And it's something that I feel like I say maybe twice a year or so, or just whenever I feel like it's time. And the prayer slash intention setting in the prayer slash intention setting goes like this. So I say out loud, show me the intentions of those around me. And God, whoever is truly aligned for me, please keep them in my life. Whoever is not, please remove them. I'm ready. When I tell you guys, again, this is the fastest acting prayer. And every single time I say it, I start realizing things about people. I start seeing what's underneath the surface. I start realizing what the true intentions are of those around me. And I will say, when you say this prayer, when you set this intention, you better be ready for what's to come because sometimes the things that come about after setting this intention and saying this prayer will be so unexpected, will be so like, wow, I did not see that coming that you literally just won't believe it. But when I tell you every time I do this, my life gets, I won't say that my life gets shaken up, but it's more so I'm I'm just made aware of who's truly aligned for me and who's not. 
And I would say one of the best examples of, you know, seeing just how quickly this worked in my life was, I will never forget, I had set this intention and said this prayer on a Wednesday. And by that Saturday, when I tell you someone's true colors started showing, and you know what they say, when someone shows you their true colors, you better believe them. I was like, whoa, this is insane. Literally, in a matter of what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in a, ma- in a matter of four days, this prayer had worked through my life and showed me what I needed to see so that I could then, so that I could then decide, you know, how I wanted to navigate life with knowing that information. But it is just so crazy, guys, just the power that lies in the words that we speak. And when you have just an open curiosity and pure intentions to just want what's highest aligned for you in your life. It's just so interesting to see how things in your life will happen to get you there. And at times that means, you know, having to remove certain people from your life. And, you know, I used to feel really bad about letting people go from my life. I I really did. Like, even if it's someone who hurt me or had done me wrong or whatnot, like I, I used to feel so, so bad about letting people go. But, you know, then I realized something. And what I realized is, you know, you just honestly never know what your energy could be getting caught up in that's preventing you from living your highest aligned life. And we also only have so much energy. So if we've spent, so if we're spending, let's say, 50% of our energy either with people or in situations, on projects that aren't aligned for us, then all of that energy is being used up on the wrong things. And we can't welcome in the energy that could serve us and that is aligned for us. And, you know, me just saying that prayer and setting that attention again is just a way for me to kind of, I wouldn't say reset, but just ensure that I'm constantly being surrounded by people or welcoming in project situations, what have you, that are truly aligned for me and aren't things that um, are kind of sucking up my energy. And I know when I said that intention setting or prayer the first time, it was kind of around, you know, please, you know, whoever is aligned for me, please let them stay. Whoever is not, please let them leave. But you can also do this with projects, situations, work, what have you. It's just kind of a nice way to, again, just ensure that you are constantly operating or it's just a way to ensure that you are constantly kind of navigating life in a way that, again, feels good for you. And and it's funny because that's something that I've kind of always said every now and then, but I think this year I just started to notice how quickly it works through my life and how important it is that I do that. So that's another big one that I am definitely taking with me um, in the new year. So, um, okay, I just have a few more. So the other one, the other big lesson that, again, is one that I've, I feel like I've known for a while, but it's something that really stuck with me this year, is the importance of being neutral to all that you desire. And what I mean by that is, and especially when you're, you know, manifesting something new in your life or you're trying to, you know, call in, you know, your next level, your next chapter or the next thing that you really want to do or accomplish or what have you. If you are not neutral to it, 
if you are coming at it with this energy of I want, I want, I want, or I, I need, I need, I need, and you're constantly thinking about it, it's constantly on your mind, you're almost desperate for this thing to happen, when you're approaching it with that energy, it pushes it further away versus if you're neutral to it and you're like, hey, this is something that I desire. It's something that would be wonderful if it were to happen in my life. But at the same time, I'm grateful for all that I have. And I'm not going to stress about getting this thing that I desire because I know that it's coming. I know that it's mine. It has my name written all over it. So I don't have to worry and I don't have to stress and I don't have to grasp at this thing because I know in my heart that it's already mine. When you approach things in life with that type of energy, all that you desire moves closer to you. And it's hard, right? It can be really hard to get neutral to those things that you want because, I mean, you want them. You want them to happen and you're excited for those things to happen. And sometimes you can get worried about whether or not those things will happen in your life. But I'll also tell you this. There's this book by Oprah Winfrey called The Path Made Clear, where it's basically a collection of all of these thoughts and lessons of just very successful people. And there's this point in the book where um, Oprah is interviewing Kerry Washington. And she says that whenever she asks for something, whenever she desires something, she knows that God always has three answers for her. And those three answers are yes, and she receives what she desires. Yes, but not right now. Patience is a virtue. Or no, because something even better is on its way. So knowing that is something that has really stuck with me and has helped me get neutral to all that I desire. Because again, it can be really hard. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a master manifester who can always be neutral to all of the things that I want and all of the things that I um, you know, want to manifest because that's just not true. Being neutral to what you want can be really, really tough. But if you can manage to get into that place of neutrality, what you want will want you. Because I think another thing too is if you're constantly going through life, right? You're, you're every day. It's like, I want this thing. I want this thing. What you're showing God in the universe is that you don't have it. And when you're constantly on that frequency, that's what's going to be radiated back to you versus if you're in a constant state of mind of, yeah, I desire this thing, but I already know it's mine. I already know it has my name written all over it. I also know that if it's not this, it's something better. When you're operating on that frequency, that's what's going to get married back to you. Okay, what else do I got? So then um, just a few more that I have. So another one is the let them theory that I actually learned from the Mel Robbins podcast. And the theory basically says, you know, instead of getting so worked up and feeling disappointed and feeling sad because people in your life aren't operating how you quote unquote want them to operate. And when I say want them to operate, it's less about a control thing, but it's more about, you know, if you feel like someone's not respecting you in your time, or if you feel like, you know, someone has wronged you or someone maybe doesn't have pure intentions when dealing with you or someone has a hidden agenda or what have you, just let them. Let them act however 
however they want to act and release your need to control the outcome. You focus on how are you going to navigate the relationship now that you know that they are this way. So for example, you know, if you know that someone is always making rude comments, always disrespecting you, always degrading you, et cetera, et cetera. Fine, you can do that. But on my end, maybe you're someone who I don't give access to. Maybe you're someone who I don't need around all the time. Maybe you're someone who I need to remove from my life and what have you. Let people do what they need to do and navigate life however they see fit for them and you do the same for you. And then the last lesson that I want to share with you guys is the importance of be time. And this is actually something that my osteopath shared with me is just setting aside, even if it's like five to 10 minutes every day to just be in whatever way that looks like for you. So like for me, for example, that could just be putting on some really good songs that I really vibe to and just listening and dancing and just being myself and doing whatever feels good to me within those five to 10 minutes. You know, and she was telling me that this is so important because it allows you to just fill yourself up with you, for you to be who you truly and naturally are in this world. And the more you can do that, it's like the more you'll get inspiration to pursue, you know, certain things that, again, are just so true to you. Because I do really think that, I know I kind of talked about, you know, just my idea of success a little bit earlier, but I do really think that when you pursue those things that are true to you, that again, have your name written all over it, that that's where true success lies in you doing those things that are you. And the more you can spend time in your God-given energy and just, again, filling yourself up with those things that make you you, the more that inspiration can flow. So honestly, that's something that I've I've tried to do. It's, it's something that I kind of learned towards the end of this year and something that I really want to do more of next year. I think I'm going to definitely make sure it's part of my daily routine because routine is something that I really want to work on <laughs> next year for sure. But um, yeah, just having, just having more be time even if it's just five to 10 minutes, is something that I really want to work on. Yeah, guys, 2024, it's nearly here. I mean, it is here. I mean, by the time I'm sure a lot of you guys listen to this episode, we will be in 2024. I honestly am really excited for this upcoming year. I really, truly am. I just feel like, again, it's going to be a lot about operating through ease and flow. And I think I'll do a whole episode around, you know, just goals and intentions for 2024 and, you know, what I'm what I'm really trying to focus on in January to kind of set my year up for success. That's definitely an episode I want to I want to do for you guys. But yeah, I just again, I cannot believe it's here. So friends, that's all for me. And that's a wrap on 2023. Oop, not me rhyming. Thank you so much as always for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, for listening, if you're listening to this on one of your favorite podcast apps, you have no idea how much I appreciate you. And I'll chat with you in the new year. Bye.